0: Hi everyone, welcome to Chat and the movie and TV podcast, I'm your host Carl Pierce. Today, as we have, Lee Stagpoole. Hello. And we may be joined by Richard Derland, but he might not be because he's with his car friends, isn't he he's,
1: he's like, I don't even know what, what what he's doing, it's like, it's pitch black now, so the hanging round, just like.
0: Yeah, what are you doing? Looking at the lamps. The
1: headlights on and
0: off. I, I yeah, know. headlights on there. <laughs> so he, he might join us anyway, he said. Um, and today's episode, we're talking about the 11th film to see before you die, as dictated by the IMDb top 250. But we're at number 11, and this film is absolute classic from 1999. Hope you'll agree. Uh, fight Club. So Fight Club tells the story of an insomniac, inattentive worker who is befriended by a soap salesman, Tyler Durden. Together, the pair form an underground fight club, which embroiled in a terrorist plot. Uh, and chaos ensues. The film is directed by David Fincher and stars Edward Norton, Brad Pitt, Helena Bottom Carter and Loaf. It was released in 1989 and the film was not initially received well by critics and didn't live up to the expectations of the studio executives either. It eventually found its audience on home video release. It had a budget of $63 million and grossed $101.2 million. The New York Times dubbed it as the defining cut movie of our time. IMDb rated as 8.8. Rotten Tomatoes rated as 79% and 96%. And it came 17th in the Empire Top 100 films. It also got a nomination for an Oscar uh, for Best Sound Design that lost out to The Matrix. Ah, So, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know it had any uh, Oscar nominations, but there you go. So, Fight Club, where'd you start with Fight Club?
1: I came to Fight Club later, didn't see it on the pictures, uh, and it was me, me brother who was talking about it, we got it on DVD. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think at I, I the end of the card, wanted weren't spoiled for me by the time I got round to watching it, really.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, because people who watch it, you know what people are like, people to, to tell you the, um, the ins and outs and things like that.
0: Yeah. But,
1: I I loved it, um, and I even bought it first DVD. Bought a special edition copy. Um, I got the cardboard one with the Speed Sub Company logos on it. It was a two-disc special special edition. Um, <laughs> i watched it back, like, loads of times and I watched it again recently. Um, I don't know; it's become one of them Marmite films. You know, the people really like it. or mm. um, people thought it was overhyped. I personally think the um obviously going back to what you were saying there about the Rotten Tomatoes and the IMB, I thought they were um, yeah. I thought it was a little bit harsh.
0: Yeah.
1: I thought I thought it was much better than, than all of them. It was it was different and it was, it was sort of one of them throwback films, from like the nineteen seventies sort of uh um, you know, it's been it's been called the cool Classic in the same vein as Clockwork Orange, although I think this is much better, it's much more entertaining. Yeah.
0: Oh, do you, do you? like this better than
1: Clockwork Orange? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I, I
0: love Clockwork Orange. That's I, I, what like it. I
1: like I yeah. like Clockwork Orange. Um, I don't know the the books more in depth. Um, you know, he wrote an entire different, like, linguistic system for the book and the, and the film and things like that. But it, for pure entertainment value, I'm Fight psycho on and just like <laughs> this is a great film, like.
0: Yeah, it is superb, isn't it? So. Well, should we start with like the sort of the elephants in the room, the the twist, the twist ending? Um, did you see it coming? It, it kind of been spoiled for me.
1: Um, oh, sorry, I so, did say that. That did kind of sort of like when I was watching it, I was looking for clues and nuggets um, yeah. and things like that. But it was obviously uh, later later viewings and after watching the um, the making of, um, yeah. you can kind of see them. Um, the, split second camera flashes yeah with clues, um, with blues i don't want to really spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it or i mean you look mm-hmm. out for them sort of like subliminal um images of brad Pitt before you see him um yeah. the bit where he's in the he's watching him on the television
0: he's, he's yeah, one of he's in, waiters. he's he in the hotel isn't he I, I i've never noticed that i watched a youtube video about it the other day and I, they said he was in the in the hotel video i'm like all oh, right um but obviously, I'd seen all the other, the other parts. I was very similar to you, Lee. Like I, I caught it on video for me since back in the day. Um, I think we rented off the video fella. Um, so didn't I didn't know much about it. I just knew it was this crazy, crazy new film. And yeah, I, I didn't see it coming at all. I did not see the ending. Same way like The Sixth Sense, I didn't see it. So for people who haven't seen it, we are going to talk about our spoilers today. So if you haven't seen it, go and watch it first before you listen to us. Um. 'Cause it, it is it's it's up there, with the sixth sense, it's up there with one of the greatest twists, I feel. Um like when you go back and watch it, it does make sense. It's not just randomly tagged on the end. It does make sense with the actual story, you know, where he when he first meets him in the in the on the plane and things, you know, he's he's, he's in a bit of a, a sort of doze and he's like in and out of sleep. And then when he sort of goes to the bar with him and, and then starts fighting with him outside you can see, you know, oh, yeah, I understand how that could look to an outsider. You know, you see the two fellas seeing him beating himself up. Um, and Helena bottom Carter's character as well. She, um, what's her name? Manny, is he?
1: Marla Singer. Marla,
0: Marla that's her. Yeah, she sort of reacts like, as she as she would. It's the same guy, but he's acting differently. And she says that, you know, she doesn't know what, whether she's coming or going, really. Yeah, I think it's brilliant, that that sort of twist, twist. There's a few points where I do question, does it fit? Like I was watching, obviously watching it the other night and there's a bit where they go into the the, the bathroom. They kidnap some some fella, some cop or whatever he is and they go into a bathroom, like all, all the terrorists, whatever you going to call them. And Brad Pitt, tells and grabs him and takes him into the bathroom. But then Ed, Ed Norton at the end locks the door. So my question was, well, who's dragged him in and who's locked the door? And maybe I'm just looking at it too you know too in-depth but i was thinking well how would that work did he did he drag him in then go back and lock the door or you know that sort of thing i don't know it's one of them things you know you sort of start analyzing it over analyzing it a bit but um yeah those little flashes like you sort of them subliminal little messages you see of of uh, tyler Dayton, fantastic you know all the, those little things just like sort of make make this film what it is
1: i've never been uh, able to get on a plane uh with my brother and he hasn't immediately gone into the monologue while we've sat down in our seats you know when they put oxygen masks on planes Oh I yeah, mean, it's just it's just one of them really quote-worthy quote-worthy films there's just so much to say about it
0: yeah I mean if we if we take the the, the, the twist away from it as well I, again like you say there's so many like sort of amazing parts of it so like you know like you say on the plane there when he first meets Tyler Dirtan it, it's great um, you know, the the, the group therapies with, with things like Meatloaf in there with the, with his man tits. <laughs> uh, it's just too fair. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, all the other sort of little um, iconic bits like the fight scenes. And then you've got like that, the main sort of the, the most famous sort of lines, haven't you? The, the rules of Fight Club. Do you know all the rules of Fight Club? No.
1: Uh, no? I, I, I remember the first few.
0: Yeah, remember the first two. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm going to try and get them up now. If um, it's your
1: first night in Fight Club, you have to fight. Yeah. Fight will go on as long as they have to.
0: Yeah. Um. First rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. And the second rule is you don't talk about Fight Club. It's just, it's just a great line, isn't it? It's just brilliant, isn't it? Um. Let's see if we can get it. So, yeah, don't talk about Fight Club. You do not talk about Fight Club. Someone yells, stop, goes limp, taps out, the fight is over. Yes. Only two guys to a fight. One fight at a time. No shirts or no shoes. The fights will go on as long as they have to. Yeah. And if this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to fight. Yeah. I mean, that that's it again. We we, we banded around quite a lot, though. we? But that's an iconic scene that, you know, parodied to death. Everyone talks about it. I remember it being in uh, Spaced. Do you, remember the, do you remember watching Spaced? Yes. And uh, it's it's in the, the the Robot Wars one. And the said I always I always say the first rule of Robot Wars is you don't talk about Robot Wars. The second rule of Robot Wars is you don't talk about on oh, no, and on. Oh no, no smoking. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the way he uh, delivers the lines. Brilliant. Just love that bit. But yeah, much parried, uh, parodied, um scene, doesn't it? So what do you think of the performances? Who,
1: who's your out? I think I think both of them are like the, 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 the complete opposites of each other, aren't they? I mean, um, uh, I know um, on, a, on a later read, um, the the imagery of the characters, Ed Norton let himself go, whereas Brad Pitt gets more like ripped and sand as the film progresses. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. uh, so you can imagine Brad Pitt must have, must have thought that was hysterical when they, when they were filming that, like, for <laughs> um <laughs> no, I think, I mean, every, everything I know about Ed Norton, he's always liked them roles, any them psychological roles. I mean, his first film was Primal Fear.
0: Um, All right, never um, seen that one.
1: Which is, um, he, he plays, he must only be about eighteen, nineteen. 19, Um And it's a Richard Gere film. Richard Gere doesn't obviously get the accolade he always deserves a lot of the time. Um, it's an amazing film.
2: He's, mm. Richard
1: Gere's a lawyer. Um and I noticed this Joe who gets accused of murdering either a priest or another religious cleric. Um, I can't remember whether it's uh, Catholic or Protestant, Jesus. I can't quite remember off the top of the head. And there's a massive twist um, at the end of the film, um, and it deals with things like split personalities and things like that. That is not the twist at the end, though. Right. Um, so it's it definitely one, if you've never seen a Cal or any of our viewers, to go back uh, and you'll be like, this is this is an absolutely phenomenal film. This is it? the first film I've seen Ed, Ed Norton in. I think it was his debut. Um, and I'll tell you what, what a debut it is.
0: Mm. No, I've never seen that one. I remember the first thing I remember him being in was American History X. And he plays the sort of a, well, like the neo-Nazi, if you want to call it that.
1: That was an absolute powerhouse film, that. Yeah, brilliant uh, not easy, shocking. Not easy to watch,
0: like, but... Oh, absolutely. But yeah, that's the first thing I remember being in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I agree. In in this film, the two of them, they, they just... It's hard to pick which one's the best, because the, the boat's just brilliant, aren't they? The chemistry between them is great as well, you know. Um it's just... I just love where these Edwin Norton sitting there
1: um talking about, like, the journals they found, about, like... Broke by Organs in the first person. I yeah. um, yeah. Brad Pitts in the background with his nunchuckers, and it's just <laughs> like this is just absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah. Riding around on a bike in the house and that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I mean, and they are totally two different characters. Obviously, you've got the Tyler Dirton character who's, you know, brash out there, confident, um, you know, spontaneous, and then you've got Ed Norton who's just sort of very cut cut down the middle and you know, very straight laced and all that. And um as the film progresses you say, it does you start to see Ed Norton take on the role of Tyler Durton. You know, a bit yeah. closer near the end, don't you? I thought that's really clever. Obviously he takes the place of him in some scenes, doesn't he? But um yeah, really clever film. But a brilliant film. Um what do you think on Helen Bonham Carter? i never seen
1: name, be fair. I'm I'm probably I'd probably give it a little bit more of a stick then she probably deserves Ellen Ball and Carter, probably because I think she gets um, cast a little bit too much um, but then again you know what, that's that's a job so she's not going to yeah. with that um, this is probably the best thing I've seen her in her yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean you could argue she plays the same role in most of the films but then again that's that's not basically just her that's a lot of actors and actresses yeah, mm. um, and you know what that that works. I, I thought she worked brilliant in this film. Um don't know whether she was she was a fan of the book. Um but I, I, I thought she played it really good.
0: because mm. I don't think I don't think she'd done anything like this before she done this. And I think after she done this it sort of opened the floodgates to other crazy characters. I could be wrong there. But yeah, I mean she she's got that little edge I can see where she's a little bit sorta of, obviously unhinged you know certainly at the beginning of the film and then near the end you start to see it being a bit more human if that makes sense yeah and, you um, feel a little
1: bit sorry for her don't you because she's sort of like a witness to the fact that they've started this like underground movement yeah um, and then he tells her to go camping and get out of major cities <laughs> and you're like what would what would you even say if someone told you that
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? She pick the, the line she says is brilliant. She says, "Doesn't she?" Um, you, you were the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and then the door shuts. So, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you can't get much better than that, really, can you? But Yeah, I, I think she's great in this. Yeah, as I say, when, when when I'm watching a film, I said this in the past. Like, if if a character changes and, and grows during the film, and the and the actor or actress like portrays it well, I, I'm always on board. And I think she does that in this film. Like, you know, she does change from the beginning to the end and i do like that i do think it, she's really really good in it really, really enjoy it have you ever um, read, read the book
1: no i actually haven't so it's only a short novel apparently um Is it? And i don't and know from the the, the dvd commentary that I, that I originally watched quite a few times um there's there's not that many scenes that are actually quite different in the book and mm. um, it's played pretty pretty loyal um, I think they the don't meet on it airplane played in the book, so I'm sure it's in like a news speech or something. <laughs> um, I could be wrong. It's something very quirky though. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: That I don't think they, they could get away with. I thought I thought the plane the plane worked brilliantly with with first meet.
0: Yeah. Fifth fifth one. Um. I, again, I I haven't read the book myself. It is something I would like to read. Um. But I believe it finishes in a different way as well. I believe it finishes with him in a mental institute or something like that. Ah, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, a bit more of a downbeat ending. Whereas this has got quite an optimistic end, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, well, it's despite... good if you've got credit card bills.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> despite it all, it's quite optimistic. Um, not, interestingly enough, you mentioned
1: the, the Metal institute part. Brad Pitt sort of replicates a lot of his character from 12 Monkeys. That yeah. sort of um, quirky, crazy thought sort of like politically motivated mm. um, uh There's one or two lines which are actually very, very similar. Um, I think uh, it's been a while since I've seen 12 Monkeys.
0: Yeah, that's a good so, film. Yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah, bit of uh, bit of Brad Pitt and what's his name? Bruce Willis.
1: Bruce
0: Willis. Yeah, that's another good film that I have to go back and watch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because I think that was like his first role where he, he sort of let himself go, wasn't it? Because like, I think before that he was seen as like the pretty boy, like you know, the pin-up and all that. But well, he
1: was just the hunk, was he? He was the like Yeah, corner, he still like, is, like yeah. him. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's. he's, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's an answer, so, like... But he's a uh, yeah. In that one, he was he was like sort of totally, totally different to anything he'd done before. Um, and this, yeah, you're right. This is sort of like the same sort of flow through, isn't it? Yeah. What, what, what do we think of the director? So it's David Fincher. I was trying to think what else he'd done. Was he, did you shoot seven as well? He did, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think what else he'd done. Cause like, but yeah, it's, it's well directed. It, you know, there's a lot of, you know, um, visually sort of, you know, nice, I say nice, but stunningly shot scenes, um, like I'm thinking of like in the house when they sort of going down to the house, you know the way like it's lit and the way the camera comes down, just the, the sign and things. I was thinking, yeah, that this this looks great. Obviously, it's very sort of rugged and dirty and you know everything's what's the word like dishevelled, isn't it? Like the house particularly, it's yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't want to live there at all, really. Um, but I think it's quite it's quite a competent film, really. It's really good. Interestingly enough, just looking at David Fincher, his, his
1: first creative of work was Madonna's Express Yourself video in Vogue. Was oh, so yeah. <laughs> he? Yeah, that was his. Uh, but his first uh, feature film was, uh, we've mentioned it quite a few times before, Alien 3. Oh yeah, there you which, go. Which we were a little bit kinder to than the critics were the first time that, that, <laughs> that film came out. Um, yeah. And also one of your favourite, Kyle, the game.
0: Oh, the game, yeah. Is that yeah. him, yeah? I did not know yeah, that. Two
1: years two years before Fight Club, yeah.
0: Oh, there you go. So he loves he loves a twist ending. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> He's partial to it. Yeah, I was just looking at his, his, his list of films there. Panic Room I've never seen. I did watch The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, but I thought that was a bit forgettable, to be honest. Yeah,
1: especially because it, it's it's almost... Uh, they've basically robbed the original, haven't they, and just tried to make it seem for scene, but they've lost um, yeah. probably what made the, the book and the original film um, as good. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't remember watching it all the way through. Mm. You know, Dragons Tattoo, but I, I'm also struggling to remember much about it. To be fair, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, okay.
1: it, in terms of like people he was casting Meatloaf. I mean, uh, <laughs> has Meatloaf done any acting since Rocky Horror? I, I can't remember. I
0: could, yeah, it's what we find those, but yeah, that, I was thinking that when I was watching it. But it, it's a very like so, I know it's a very comedic role, but he plays it very straight, doesn't he? I'm sorry, when I say comedic, it's meant to be. Like the audience finds it funny, or he finds it funny, like uh, the narrator, whatever you call him. Yeah, but it's a serious role, really, isn't it? You know, he's sort of got this little bit of a squeaky voice. Um, you know, he's got these man boobs, and he's he's sort of a bit pathetic, isn't he? But he he plays it well, doesn't
1: he? Well, he he's the sort of um, that's the sort of that's Ed Norton's bit, isn't he? Because when obviously um, what happens to Robert Paulson? that's yeah. when sort of Ed snaps. He's like, you well, this is going too far
0: now. Yeah. So let see. So Meatloaf was in. He was in Wayne's World. He was in That's the 50 was, yeah. 51st state. Um, you know the, uh, the one in Liverpool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I know he was in. I know it was after this, but he was in the uh, Tenacious Day as well, wasn't he? You ever see that? Yeah. Film that was good pick a destiny. But I can't think of what else he'd done before Fight Club just have a little look. It doesn't look like he was in much well, nothing of of note anyway. So yeah, he's done bits and pieces. Yeah, Fight Club, yeah. So nothing nothing major apart from Fight Club. So yeah but Rocky it again, great film. Got a little bit of a bit part any but Yeah. Absolutely perfect for the that Rocky out picture show. Ah yeah. yeah Well that's
1: a, another classic we need to uh, we can... Turn around,
0: say it needs a remake, but no, it doesn't. No, no, no. But I've seen it. I've seen that live. You know, went to see it live in uh, the Empire. It was, it was a bit I crazy. Have, like. I haven't seen it
1: live. You had a one though.
0: Yeah, seen them all like dressed up and that, and like everyone like sort of repeated lines back to the back to the actors and stuff. It, it's it's like a sort of like spiritual <laughs> spiritual experience for, for some people. Yeah, Aye, it was that's good, what like. you want.
1: For, that's what you want from your theater. Like you want a good bit of interactive theater.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was good. Definitely. How
1: about... <laughs> How about Jared Leto's
0: character? Now? So is Jared Leto the blonde hair lad? He is, yeah. And I was like that because I, I was looking for him. I thought, which one, Jared Leto? I could not tell that was him. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, he was. It's uh, just a, sort of a, a little bit of bit part in, in in the grand scheme, wasn't he? But it's yeah, he's
1: just he's just put in um, to be the good-looking lad who uh of gets jealous of because, Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't even know, and he just like does that scene. Yeah. Where
0: you let John Leto have it and you're like Yeah. That that is that's a very like every every scene in it he just keeps punching him and punching him, doesn't he? Um there's a lot of criticism about the, the violence. Like I think I was reading one of the things about it and someone had said Um, you know, it's an irresponsible film. This was back at back when it came out because it can incite violence. Not well I, I mean Go on.
1: Uh, funnily enough, I've read up on this before. Um, before we come on, actually, while we mm-hmm. wait for Skype, now it did uh, create a few copycats. Um, a few copycats, also sort of like episodes <laughs> um, on university campuses, on businesses. It probably done the uh, white collar boxing. Um, Organization probably like it was probably the best thing that ever happened. So, like, is it blue color boxing or white color boxing? and all box? oh, The rich, like, lawyers and yuppies do and things like that. They go down to gyms and yeah, things like that. It's probably great for that industry,
0: mm. yeah. Because I remember watching it the first time and thinking, like, why would you want to be in it? Why would you want to get in a fight? Why would you want to be getting punched and kicked and all that? And I know it's like it's a inverted commas safe environment, you know, because like. If you tap out, you're alright. You know what I mean? They'll stop it you. But even so, like I was thinking at the time, like why would you want to do that? But yeah, it must be that sort of adrenaline rush. It must be like when you go to boxing or kick, you know, kickboxing or karate or whatever, some sort of contact sport like that.
1: It was like a, it was. It's almost like a cathartic experience for the minute, getting battered because I mean it was homework assignments. He makes them go out and lose fights.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's a brilliant that's a brilliant bit, that isn't
1: it? I, that's the, that's the, one of my favourite bits because the does uh, the does the priest, is not he? And he's walking, yeah. so they, they
0: start hosing him, and then um, he yeah. ends up like he ends up proper getting into it. He does, but I think doesn't that priest end up going to a fight club as well? Because he he so, I'm sure you see him in one of the fights. But yeah, I thought oh yeah, that's brilliant that. And uh, what's his name? Meatloaf chasing chasing people on bikes and things. <laughs> 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 trying to get make a fight yeah fantastic just yeah just just a brilliant bit in it um so i c- i can understand it from like a point of view of yeah it's i say like cathartic sort of a release and it's probably like like a, a, a adrenaline junkies as well like sort of like that that danger um you know you're not you're not padded up or and like that like boxing or whatever so it is that sort of uh, that danger that uh, danger element is there you know, yeah. Semi illegal. Is it illegal? I don't even know if it's illegal. I don't know. But um, yeah, great idea. Yeah. So what do we think of the um, the actual plot to <laughs> rid the world of credit card debt? Oh,
1: think, do you, do you There's lots of, of references in it to like Maoism and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the little work camp he makes up—it's almost like a, um, a communist guerrilla force, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they're making, they're making everything. There, they're making soap. Um, yeah. but they, they, they make, they have teams that are there for cooking, um, they're even sleeping round the clock mm. um, and it's, you can see why probably the, <laughs> the American audience in particular probably like no this is this isn't uh, quite palatable this like.
0: Yeah <laughs> yeah we don't like this, it is it's the war on capitalism isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah it is, yeah. like I mean it's blowing up um, Costa coffee shops and starbucks and things like that
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah don't what do they call it a, a, a coffee chain outlet or something they don't call it Costa or Starbucks do you just call it coffee yeah. lane outlet
1: but you know what you know what it's supposed to be and they get the they blow the, uh, the the corporates go the corporate are piece off which like every <laughs> sort of retail park's got something like that and you're like it's just horrible yeah
0: you get that to roll through the window <laughs> yeah brilliant that isn't it brilliant <laughs> well like, when i was watching this i was thinking about um, obviously the same is it the same writer i oh, no, it's not is it but I, this film reminds me a bit of american psycho i was uh, i was watching it through the week and you know the bits where he sort of like obviously got the narrator and it's not quite clear what's going on like what's reality and what's not reality i thought it had very strong parallels with that i was thinking though is it the same writer but it's not is it no because the, the the writer was was a chuck Paloch, was it i think that's pronounce his name and the other fellas ellis i think it was for american uh american psycho but yeah there's a lot of i thought there's a lot of parallels with that film you know obviously the violence is in there Jed leto's in there you know what i mean <laughs> yeah Paul. Um, yeah but uh very like sort of yeah I just felt like they were very very similar sort of not tone but themes if you like you know the, yeah, absolutely. the I mean, cathartic the violence on,
1: like capitalism aren't they and, mm. and, um, and things like that really
0: yeah
1: i mean yes just... you know what they could have they could have very easily been the same writer i mean if that if that had turn out to be true they'd have been like oh yeah
0: yeah like there's the, the bit where ed norton's talking about the um like the, the the claims the insurance claims about like you know if a car's brakes don't work or whatever it is that just reminds me very very much of of port patrick bateman um, yeah from american Psycho. but yeah those are good so a few there's a few little sort of questions as well so there's a few like fan theories see what you think of this i don't know if you've seen these ones so do you think marley is that, is that a name marler was it yeah yeah um do we think she's real or do we think she's also part of a psyche? Oh,
1: no, that's a question, isn't it?
0: Because in the film, there's only one point where she possibly talks to somebody else. And that's one of the lackeys in the restaurant. You know, yes, the you Yeah. Um so there's a bit of a fan theory where she's she's actually the third personality of the narrator. So I don't know whether it stands up because I'm just thinking now: did she talk to anyone or did she touch anyone in the um, like the, the therapy sessions? Yeah. But then is that the reason why they, they do it on different days or they want to do it on different days? Ah, yeah. So I don't know how, I don't know how much water that holds, but. It's an interesting theory. That's a good one. That one. Mm. Like that, and because I think the very last scene or the second last scene, where was when they're all watching the buildings blow up and they're holding hands, the two of them are very similarly dressed, like they've got the long coat and the boots on. So it's like sort of, you know, a mirror image of each other. So I don't know whether it's intentional. Not, I haven't researched that much to be honest, but I've just heard that theory, that is not actually real yeah uh, it's a good one. i like that one it's interesting and i've got another fascinating fact for you lee do you know the sex scene yes did, yes. You, did you know that they used the te- the same technology that they used in the matrix bullet time to do that scene oh yeah it's like 360
1: degree cameras isn't
0: it yeah very very weird i would have never known that but obviously it's like cgi computer generated and they used yeah they used the cameras from the matrix in that it's thought it was <laughs> Quite interesting, like, <laughs> or the same technique at least, if not the same cameras. Um, yeah, very weird, because that's obviously it's a very, very strange, lucid dream sex scene, isn't it? To sort of signify that he's remembering it, but he's he shouldn't be.
1: Funnily enough, the um, they couldn't do the original piece of script that was wrote. Worth what she says to him after that sex scene?
0: Um, oh, like I'm, I'm being,
1: sorry. yeah. Like yeah. This. Yeah, yeah, Straight you know, school ones, or something like that. Yeah, that <laughs> wasn't the original line. That one's bad enough, and that was substitutive. Do you know what the original line was? Yes. Yeah. Go on. She says as she wants to have his abortion, and Ooh, yeah. there was no way that the American censorship was going to sign off on that. Wow. That was the ori- just when you thought what could possibly <laughs> be worse than that line.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, that was it. That was it because they knew full well that did actually cut that <laughs> um, for the American audience. That's, um, that's a bad idea. And, 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 yeah, I mean, we keep saying the American audience, different parts of the world as well. Mm. But Certainly, certainly for the American audience, as it's always a political hot potato. It, um, it just it just would have. Um, I mean, did, did, did there been talk for the film to be banned and everything just for, just for that one line? Yeah,
0: you're probably right. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah that's that's like <laughs> that's yeah that's 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 pushing the envelope that a bit like <laughs> yeah that's like
1: that's yeah.
0: avant guard that like But you, you're right though in a, in a film full of like that that violence and and you know the sex scenes and all the other themes that are in there you know terrorism and you know, all that that's the one that would go banned wouldn't it yeah that's, the, that's totally the one that would
1: just be
0: like no yeah not having it Middle America, we're not having it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah just, we're not getting one off we're not selling that line. <laughs>
0: I'll just have a look there, what, what, uh, what rating it is, just off the top. Can't quite see it on there. Do you know what rating it is? In terms of, like, you know, age rating? It's got to be an 18, hasn't it? It must be, mustn't it? I would have thought so. Severe sex and nudity, severe violence and gore, severe profanity, just mild alcohol and drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Severe, frightening and intense scenes. There you go. So not one for the kiddies. I think you're probably right. It must be an eighteen, mustn't it, surely? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Um, I believe there's a there's a sequel to Fight Club, um in graphic novel form. I don't know if you ever heard that already. No. No, me neither. Um it would be interesting to see though the original writer just done a graphic novel version for whatever reason. Um but yeah, I am glad they never did that though. I'm glad they never sort of went down any sequel route with this. Because I don't know if there's any scope for it, but when you know when you get a cash cow like a film like this, they do sort of tend to milk them, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Glad they never uh, did that. Yeah,
1: Aricada cheapens the original. I mean it was supposed to be a I like to think he made it as a cool classic. They you knew it was gonna it was gonna have that following. Yeah. Uh, and if you make a cool classic like that, it's very difficult to do a sequel. I mean we've we discussed that with quite a few films that have been called classics. Mm-hmm. Um ridiculously hard to get it right.
0: Yeah. I know. But what about the remake? Do you reckon the uh who would you cast in it if you were gonna make a remake? Modern day. Not that we want one, but who would you cast? Um who, Who's ah. your modern day? Would you go for someone like um Ah, oh, what's his name? Ryan Gosling Ryan as Gosling. Ed
1: Norton's character or as Tyler
0: Dayton? I was thinking Tyler Dayton, because he's sort of, he's sort of done a few little sort of roles like that, hasn't he?
1: He's physique wise, Ryan Goslin still got yeah. that sort of uh, every time you see him with his top off, he's got that sort of like ultra eight pack. I need that Brad Pitt had in fight club.
0: Yeah. So I'd go for him. Who do you reckon for Ed Norton's character?
1: You'd need someone a little bit uh, someone a little bit method, wouldn't you?
0: Um, mm. So someone like a Christian Bale, but not maybe not him. Bit probably a bit older. Uh, Matt Damon? Matt Damon maybe, yeah. Yeah,
1: Matt could do it. Imagine you saying that is... Matt Damon's too tough looking now.
0: Hmm. Two chisels.
1: Yeah, you're that you're that used to seeing Matt Damon as a tough guy.
0: Um Yeah, yeah you need someone like, like maybe a little bit a bit a bit, a bit weedy. Who can who can grow into it? Who can grow into a bit of a bruiser. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. I don't know. I Always think like Steve Buscemi might have been might have been, might have done that good role like a sort of to be a bit weird looking. Any? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and probably somebody like I don't know who could do the uh, the Marley. Um. Maybe like Jennifer Lawrence, maybe or someone. Yeah, you cut your hair. Well, okay. Don't know. Just, just some, just someone a little bit out there, you know, someone like just me. You know, unless you're not out there, you know what I mean? But it's not. It wouldn't be a typical role, would it? No. Some broken. Broken. Mental, mentally. Mentally unstable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, interesting. All right. So if I was going to ask you to give it a number out of ten for IMDb. What are you going to give it, Lee?
1: Like? Ah, oh, do you know what? I've got to give it, like, I've got to give it 90s. I mean, it's it's just yeah. so insane. And I can put that film on, basically, all the time. Yeah. And, um, do you know what I even like? Do you have, like, the, the little, um, the montage bit of when you see the newspaper clippings about what project making, been up and it's, like, excrum and catapult seized. <laughs> um, and then there's another one, performance artist molested. Yeah, anyway, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, to <laughs> see <laughs> there's, there's another bit and it, it only pops up for a couple of seconds you, you know the, the safety instructions on the planes yeah well oh, yeah. you've replaced the happy images of the people sitting there with the masks on so like <laughs> someone pushing the kids face out of the way and screaming <laughs> and like just the plane on fire and it's just like it's just <laughs> it <funny>. it was... <laughs> it's not safe it's something
0: but it just is <laughs> You know, every time I get on a plane, I always read them. It's like a, it's like a ritual. Not that I like, you know, it's just, it's all what it is. It's just like the ritual, like right? read this, just read it. You know, while you're waiting for the for the for the aerostess and all that. But, Yeah, yeah. that's the ritual. But yeah, I wonder what I th- what you think if you've seen that. What would, what would you think? Be like, oh yeah, that sounds like, like, that's yeah. that like cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'd i tend to agree. I mean, it's it's got eight point eight on IMDb. I'd probably be giving it about that, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, nine, nine at a push. It is, it is that good. I, I feel like I, I loved it more the first time seeing it. I don't know what, I don't know about you. I think it was
1: of its time. What it, it was like, yeah. it was, it was that sort of. What well, it was, it was like the last. It was 1999, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Uh, it, was um, it was
0: very risque, wasn't it? Like sort of, like you know, the themes in it, and obviously the way you know the violence and stuff. Like being old, i 99, 16. You know that was that was the perfect film for me to see at that age, sixteen, yeah. seventeen. Um, so yeah, but, but, but nine, I give it a nine. Yeah, it's it's one of that like I know you're saying like you'd watch it again over and over again. I don't feel like I I would watch it again for a long time to be honest. Whereas like I watched Clockwork Orange during a week, and I feel like I could watch that right again. Do you know what I mean? Ah, fair enough. Yeah, it's uh, that that's probably my with my my fight club's my clockwork orange. <laughs> but um yeah, decent film. So any more comment what about the poster as well? Iconic poster? With the, the uh, soap company. The soap, that's the one, yeah, the the, the, the yeah. bar of soap. Um have you seen the, the poster of it as well? I think we talked about this on our poster episode. The poster of Fight Club. You've got a picture of um Brad Pitt and Ed Norton on it, sort of like One's the front, one to the back, and there's a hand holding the Fight Club soap, and it could easily be either of their hands, so it's sort of a clue to that they're the same person. Ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll show it. I'll show it to you later. Obviously, our listeners can't see it. Can't? Can you see it? No.
1: Oh no, I can't see your screen. Still, can I?
0: Oh, can't see it. Never mind. But yeah, you know what I mean. I'll send it to you later. But yeah, it's so it looks like it's either one of them or could be holding the, the the soap, um, like a little nod to that they are one and the same yeah. yeah so there you go Um. yeah but any anything any else you want to say about it no just it's a,
1: it's a great film and I just love the end It's you've got that sort of drum and bass all the way through and at the end you finish with that sort of Rocky Pixies track don't
0: you mm, yeah um,
1: while, while obviously there's the subliminal subliminal image that pops up right at the end oh which one have I not seen that Right, right at the end of the
0: film? Um, I mustn't have noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't spoil it for you. All right, I'll have another look. I must have missed it. Um, I do know on the DVD, there's like a subliminal message or there's like a message at the start. You know where it says warning? You know it's, normally it says like warning, FBI yeah, pass. Yeah, if you are well.
1: reading this, then you've got too much time on
0: you. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought that was funny. I was reading it. I was like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and apparently there's, there's one on the Blu-ray as well where it, it comes up. And an advert for the film Never Being Kissed. Like it it comes up the menu for that instead of the menu for Fight Club and then sort of like blips out of it or something like that. Um so yeah, even though even though you know the film's over, they're still playing with it, you know, still playing with the audience with that, all them subliminal messages and things like that.
1: I mean, do you know what one of the
0: really great things,
1: and we've mentioned this before through the nineties as well, um it's like British and American films, it was all rom coms, wasn't it? it yes. Yeah. It was all um, uh, she was like, I mean, come on, we've we've had enough of this now. Yeah. Uh, By the
0: numbers. Yeah. formula
1: yeah. All the, all the like classic action films as well were in serious need of a of a makeover. This was just perfect of its time. Yeah. I agree. I
0: mean, 1999. I'm just gonna have a little look at what other films came out. I know the matrix came out that that year, obviously. I mean some decent films let's have a little look what what came out i mean i'm like, looking forward to when we do our episode on 1999. so things like, yeah yeah things like uh sleepy hollow the sixth sense uh what else was decent green mile 1999 yeah there we go yeah um what else american beauty you know so that you know some some decent films 1999 but yeah i mean for me 1999 is all about the matrix. Yeah. Yes. That that's that's my that's my film for the 99. um Do you think this deserves to be in the top ten or not? Yeah, it's number eleven. Ah,
1: uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's up there in mine.
0: Yeah. I agree. I mean, I know you're a big fan of Lord of the Rings. I, I'd put this above Lord of the Rings, to be fairly. Like,
1: in terms oh. of... Well, in terms Seriously. of Lord of the Rings, you're, you're sitting there for the full... I mean, the likes to be a new car. We like our extended versions. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's something you really got to sit down with all your snacks and watch, whereas Fight Club, <laughs> it's just great. And you can giggle to yourself because you're, like, the favourite scenes are coming up. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's just so much. It's just that entertaining, sort of, psychological, dark, violent mm. comedy, that You know what? That's, yeah. It that's
0: is. Crazy. it's just that... Dark, dark comedy, isn't it? Sort of. Obviously, it's a bit of a. What is it? Is it a thriller? I don't know if it is a thriller, but it's definitely a dark, dark comedy as well, isn't it? You know, a lot yeah. of things going on, and scenes. Yeah. So highly, highly recommended. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, who doesn't want to beat themselves up in work, it <laughs> on the business, and then leave on full pay? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That's an amazing scene. That when yeah, and he just. Bat does himself in, throws himself against the shelf and then get, grabs hold of the boss and it looks like he's just done it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everyone's thought about doing that.
0: Yeah. but you Just <laughs> throw yourself down the stairs a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic, innit? not uh, Boss. All right, well, should we finish on a little quote? Yes. So, I think we've done the rules. We've done the rules of Fight Cups. We won't do that one, but we'll do this one. I, I like this quote. and It says, Tyler Dayton, I see all this potential and I see it squandered, goddammit, an entire generation pumping gas, waiting tables, slaves with white collars, advertising as us chasing cars and clothes, working jobs we hate so that we can buy shit we don't need, we're the middle children of history, not man, no purpose or place, we have no great war, no great depression, our great war is a spiritual war, our great depression is our lives we've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'll all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars but we won't. We're slowly learning that fact and we're very, very pissed off. That um, <laughs> okay.
1: is absolutely, it's, thats absolutely okay. has got to updated one of the best uh, Yeah. All logs in film now.
0: It is. Fantastic. All right, shall we end the day? Yes. So thanks for listening everybody. When to get in contact, we're on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and you can email us chat and flicks hotmail.com and normally i'd ask richard what's next but i'm not too sure if he's here at the moment so we won't ask him <laughs> no,
1: i'll be the, the furious richard some Carl
0: d- definitely definitely loves that's his favorite film isn't it Fast and the furious <laughs> 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 oh hold on we've got a late addition to the call here yeah? it looks like this could be is it richard earlum hello mr it- richard earlum uh, hello 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 am i coming through you, where
2: have you been I, i've been at a car gathering um and having a little bit of food so apologies for that um so so i've had i've had a what what's our general
0: consensus then on pulp oh, not pulp fiction yeah. on pulp fiction fight club Closs. fight Club. club uh, and mainly talked about it at, l- at length and we, we both liked it i said i prefer Qu- clockwork orange to this but very similar th- sort of themes and feel you know atmosphere to it maybe i don't know but um yeah, yeah but we like love it a great film i loved it more when i first seen it but i think it's still a great film
2: i i think it's it's very very good very clever lots going on um but i, I think for number 11 i i feel this is a typical me these days i think that there's better films out there so if i just yeah. fly past some of these things um according to this, uh, that The Matrix, it's yeah. not, you know, seven, I don't know if you've you've mentioned some of these, we um, so seven, um, but there's there's a couple that I'm thinking, why aren't these higher, the usual suspects? Mm. The usual suspects, in my opinion, is Head and Shoulders Above Fight Club, but Fight Club's still a, pr- a pretty good film, you know, I put it as a, I, you know I'm harsh, if I say Late sevens or an eight, then Mm. that's very good in my book. That is, that's Um,
0: good for you, yeah.
2: It it is very good for me because because I am particularly harsh. Um, it's got a cracking ending that you think, right? I need to go and see the whole film all over again, and to see if you get a snippet of the fact that he's never he's never directly talking to himself where people are seeing. I don't know if you've covered this already. Um. So, so if there's there's an outsider um, interacting with the two characters, they will only interact with the uh, Edward Norton character. They won't interact with the Brad Pitt one. Um, oh, there,
0: there is a scene where he does, but it, oh. they, they never interact with both of them. So um, when he's selling his, his soap to the 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 shop where well, the the department store, whatever it is, yeah, it's. It's Dayton who's talking to the girl behind the counter, and Edward yeah. Norton sort of got us back to them, sort of listening. it's you know, just standing around, so it looked like that they're both there. But yeah, you're right. Though right, the only the only talk to one of them at a time.
2: Um, again, tell me if if you've covered any of this. I think there's a scene on the train where, uh, I think it's on a train where he um somebody nudges past. Um, on the bus. On the bus, it is. is on the bus and doesn't say anything and when they're playing golf every shot that Brad Pitt's character takes doesn't make a noise but everyone that the Edward Norton one does it does make a noise you know, yeah. little things like that but that that's sort of like if you get into geeky land with that and you could go along that route if you want because there's so many you, you can really look in depth into it can't you which is you know what I love about that about films or music even uh no, obviously you're a music fan as well but mm. um yeah when you delve into what's going on music wise probably more so classical especially when it comes to like your your russian one and the russian writers are trying to write classical music during the times where the politicians are telling them what to write and yada yada yad, yad. but you only find that out after you read up on it and then it opens up a whole new light with it as well. But um, yeah, I, I'd I'd be interested in to see where it is in our when we rejig things. But yeah. um, with, with the famous uh, podcast rejigging of the top twenty. Um, but I'm I'm still there's not been probably more than half of the films at the moment where I've i rate them right up at the top. Yeah, which is a really weird one, and uh, I'll say yeah, it's it's a great film. But uh, as I'm flicking through all of these again, we've got Alien, which is at fifty-two. Memento. Um, the, there's things that are classics. Is it going to be a
0: classic? I don't know. What did we decide? Is it? I you think some it, people. Go on. We said we said on the on the main show it was it was a it was a cult classic. Yes, so, a someone said the, the New York Times, I think it was, said it's the, the, it's the cult classic of our time um, because it wasn't successful at first and then sort of found its audience on video yeah. and DVD. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's in that sense it's it sort of wasn't perceived as being great at first and then sort of found found a critical acclaim afterwards. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, what what about compared to the rest of David Fincher films? Because have you have you talked about that at all?
0: We had a quick look at them. Um, so well, I was saying like what else? Seven's
2: one of them, of course.
0: Yeah. So I think seven is in the top. Well, seven is down at number number twenty. Yeah. Um. Now it's see it, it starts getting messy down here now because they've all got very similar ratings, haven't they? So yes, yeah. Like eight point it's only eight point six, but it's at number twenty, whereas this mm. is eight point eight. So it's only it's only two points behind, but it's 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 down the list a lot because a lot of films yeah, are down yeah. around this rating. Um, but yeah, I can't think of what else what else David Fincher has done. We talked uh, about the, a game. Few, the game. The game. That's right. Good sorry. Good yeah, Lee mentioned yeah. that. So, so those twists. He like he seems like these twist endings, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. You know, obviously, um, won't mention the uh, the twist in the game because it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: um but but I, I don't. Is it such a good film because is it because of the twist? Is it because of, it gets a bit anarchy at the end and I'm thinking where where's this going? And mm-hmm. I, I I think I lost it a little bit with with what the the whole idea was. Um, and it was it was strange the way
0: <laughs> the way somebody phoned. It that was highlight?
2: strange the, the way it sort of like it got out of his control, didn't it? Um, yeah. and uh, and they're going somewhere. It's like, oh well, you told me that that's what you'd say, uh, <laughs> and you're thinking, oh God, he's he's totally helpless here, and he he loses all control of what's going on. Yeah, but does he was that part of a, some sort of subliminal thing that he meant to happen?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well i we... just have to get that hang on hello, hello just if I'm not, uh, not okay
0: <laughs> ask them what do you think okay, alright right, then bye Bye.
2: <laughs> we'll leave that in
0: I might leave that in
2: it's a pity I wasn't with you earlier on because I might be just regurgitating a lot of stuff I don't know, sorry.
0: Well, we mentioned like some of the iconic Moments. obviously we started with the twist because it's the main thing of the film and it's what everyone remembers but there's so many like sort of iconic um monologues iconic scenes um you know it's being parodied to death and all sorts of things so
2: well, well even our even our it's our film club um it's our film club logo
0: isn't it it, uh, hopefully, eventually will be. Not at the moment. No,
2: no. The, the one that we've got on our WhatsApp oh, group at the moment. Yes, it is. So, got, yeah. um, it's, it's the soap, the Fight Club soap, but it says Film Club instead, yeah, um, right. which, which I found somewhere. So, um, yeah. but yeah, there's. Go you, on, keep yeah. going
0: with that. That's it. Just even that, even like that, that bar of soap with the word Fight Club on it is seen as yeah. iconic. Um, even though it's not even in the film. You know, all right, soap is in the film, but it, you don't see mentions, a, a bar yeah, of soap. Yeah, in it. yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's a great film. I, 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 I say I loved it more the first time seeing it. I watched it recently, I like, did the night, and yeah, I liked it, enjoyed it, I thought yeah. it was great. I, I can appreciate it, but it's yeah. not like I want I don't want to watch it again. But,
2: but when we get right into something like The Departed, it's gonna be wow. I, you know, I'm really looking forward to well i I don't know depends on (laughs) on how i come across and everything but i I think a lot of the time if i see something amazing um i mean i'm literally lost for words and i've got to stop doing that but when we get something like the departed or some of those other ones i've mentioned Mm. it'll be i can understand why this is so so good but i think you've you've hit the nail on the head there with it being sort of like a sort of a a culty niche amazing film um and it's found its own little gathering, basically, yeah. Yeah. Spot on with that.
0: It's a very laddish film, isn't it? It reminds me of like things like FHM and Loaded. Yeah. You know, sort of yeah, down the same area. Yeah. It's like sort of, oh yeah, yeah, we're all lads and we all like Fight Club, yeah, and all like you know all that, that shit. That's what it reminds me of. But it doesn't take away from how good a film it is. Mm, mm. I think it's a great film. Yes. Yeah. Personally. So would you stick it? In the, would you wouldn't stick it in the top ten?
2: Oh, well, I. No, no no still wouldn't okay I still wouldn't um i i don't know, know and if we were to right let me get this right if we were ever going to do which we wouldn't our top 100 rejigged there you wouldn't be a, i don't i don't think there'd be a single film that we've covered yet in my top 10 does that make sense i think that all of my sense. top 10 films yeah. are not you know i mean i mentioned a couple uh, departed alien there was another one, um, yeah. Matrix. Yeah, the, a lot of the ones we've already covered are going to get shoved right to the back for me anyway. Mm. Um, but that that's what I, I like about our, our podcast, is that that we are diverse and we have a, a range of tastes, which yeah, if we were all the same... Yeah, and, and if we were all agreeing on like Shawshank was the best film ever, and what was number two? Can't remember. Go Farther godfather is the second best film ever you know it'd be very boring wouldn't it yeah and the fact that that when we come to something that i think is amazing somebody else might think it's amazing and the other person might say no i don't get it and mm-hmm. it's a pity that i i don't know i think that that's where interesting discussion created you know getting created and yes. it's more interesting for people to listen to as well uh, yeah. as opposed to us just agreeing with everybody else out there in the world which, yeah. which is rather boring.
0: <laughs> That's it, we don't all want to agree. Well, that was that was good, that. thanks Richard. Um, I said I would put it back, I would put it this above the Lord of the Rings films, to be fair. Yeah, agreed. I, I like this more than Lord of the Rings. But I, yeah. and I can appreciate those, I understand people love them and things, and they're seen as these amazing, amazing pieces of cinema, but yeah, I think this is a better film. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd agree there. Um, and and when we when we do our top twenty, yes, I'd be I'd, I'd like to see that top twenty um, be rejigged. But but like I say, I think a lot of the heavy hitters, the really big ones in that original list, I think they're going to get pushed back for me anyway. Um But we'll, we'll just have to see. Be interesting. So what, what number's this one? Number thirteen, is it? Eleven. Eleven. Oh, blow my neck <laughs> no, Why did I think thirteen? Don't don't know. But there we um, go. So right, next, uh, well,
0: our next one is Forrest Gump.
2: Number now 12. I've never seen it. Ooh,
0: also this is brand new experience.
2: So so if somebody if somebody's got it on video or anything like that,
0: I have um, it on. I've got a laser disc. If you want to borrow that.
2: what you, you haven't got a laser disc? You? <laughs> you have not got. Imagine. <laughs> uh, but no, I think there's a couple of really good. I think there's a couple of very very good films coming up in this in yeah. the end of the in the end of the teens almost mm. that uh
0: that'll be interesting won't it yeah Sound. I like. Brilliant. Sounds all right we finished it there so i've already yeah. done this bit but i'm going to do it again so thanks for listening everybody and what's our yeah. next episode richard i did say this I, before but you never answered you
2: weren't here yeah? i, I have got a clue well for us it's going to be what we've been watching and uh, i've been watching some weird trippy thing not trippy but, um scary scary things Okay. So uh, I guess the listeners will have to wait for that. Really, like mind blowing. Oh my god, is this real? Documentaries. Murdered oh
0: yes, he did say that. Ah,
2: oh, scary yeah. stuff. James, well, I think. On this.
0: I think possibly on next. It's a podcast about podcasts. Whoa, Hang it's on, like Inception
2: back. for podcasts. Oh, there go then? You, you sounded like Twiggy then, off uh, Buck Rogers. Oh really? You just thought Twiggy from the 60s, that one? Yeah, from the no, Buck Rogers. Oh, that one. Boogie 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 boogie, that one.
0: I know which one you mean. (laughs) Yeah, a a podcast about podcasts. It's like Inception.
2: Is that what we're doing?
0: Yeah, but I haven't told anyone yet.
2: Intriguing. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't do any po- I don't listen to any podcasts apart from our
0: own, don't like you listen to so some That's good enough. <laughs> right anyway, I'll finish there right So I'll say it's that everybody. Take care everyone. Bye bye. Okay. See ya.